to Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence, preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. everybody and welcome back to Sugar Coated. This is the second episode in the summer series. And the reason that I wanted to do these solo episodes is just to be completely transparent with you. I've been doing interviews with a lot of different women entrepreneurs and I absolutely love it. You know, I love speaking to people and hearing their stories and gathering some really great, super practical, actionable advice that can be leveraged in my business, but also advice for other women entrepreneurs that are looking to launch, to grow, and to scale their businesses. And what better way to do that than to expose you all to other women that have done it themselves. At the same time, I think that it's very important, especially as a woman entrepreneur myself, a, a woman founder of a company and a media company at that, that I also share my voice and my thoughts uh, with you, my sugar-coated audience. So I thought that the summer would be a perfect time to do that since there are many people who are traveling and uh, my schedule is also a little... Well, it's not a little, it's actually a lot busy these days. So I just finished teaching a couple of different classes at NYU, which I absolutely loved. Um, and I'm about to finish up teaching a MBA online course at Rice next week. So I will be getting back to doing interviewing episodes, but look out because I definitely will be doing solo episodes in the coming months as I learn and explore about other things that I feel like my sugar-coated audience wants to hear about. So I'm not sure whether you are sick and tired of hearing about AI, but it's actually something that is incredibly interesting to me. I guess that you could call it obsessed about AI and all the different tools and what it can enable for people. There's definitely doomsday scenarios about AI gone awry, and I am not dismissing those because I can definitely do the thought experiment and see where AI could go if it could you know, ask itself its own questions, uh, provide itself its own answers, come to its own conclusions without any human intervention, which is why, um, as all of the experts are saying, it's so important to have some type of governance over AI so that it's not used for evil, right? It doesn't fall into the hands of bad actors who then use it for malicious purposes, 
and also just to have oversight on it so that it doesn't become real and do something that is not beneficial for humanity. So AI, like so many other things out there, including, you know, a knife, right, can be used for good or it can be used for evil. It's really the um, intent that is behind it. And we definitely need to protect against any type of bad actors. So I, I want to acknowledge that before I go into all of the amazing uh, benefits that I think AI can provide. And I wanted to talk about this specifically for women entrepreneurs and, and women leaders, because This is a technology that we must get to know, and we must get to know what its capabilities are so that we can leverage it. If we do not embrace this technology, others will, and we will be left behind. We also, as women leaders, want to make sure that our brain, our desires, our motivations are built into some of these learning models so that all of the inputs are unbiased, right? Or at least take into account differing points of view. And this AI really should be, all of the inputs should be uh, representative of all of the different you know, people and cultures that are around the world. And that seems like an impossible task. But at the same time, you know, AI and some of the innovations that are coming out of it also seemed at one point like impossibilities. So we have to make sure those of us who are directing where AI is going and using it, we need to make sure that we are representing all of the different people, cultures, perspectives in the world so that AI can be, you know, as unbiased as possible. We don't want another technology that is only going to favor one group. So you can see maybe why I'm so interested in AI for helping women entrepreneurs to overcome some of the barriers that we have experienced in the past. And those two things are... um, access to financing, and also for women to make it past the $1 million mark in their business. So I truly believe that AI is a revolutionary force that can help women entrepreneurs break barriers, scale their businesses, and shape a more inclusive future. So there are so many challenges that face us, including gender bias, uh, limited access to funding and resources, like I mentioned, work-life balance, and on top of it all, societal expectations of women. In order for us to overcome some of these things, we need to find information and leverage information that allow us to get past some of these things. Now, there are many women entrepreneurs that have achieved incredible things, have not let gender bias or access to funding slow them down, and they've found the path that allows them to grow and to scale. But these uh, women are few and far between. And while we can learn from them, 
it's not the majority who is able to employ some of these tactics that others have used. So how can we use AI to help us to gain an understanding of what some of these barriers are and to provide us with solutions? Well, something like ChatGPT can assist us by asking it to explain to us uh, what some of these challenges are and how certain women have been able to overcome these challenges and to explain it in a an easy to implement way uh, from somebody who is an expert in this field. So we can use ChatGPT as a partner in education for us because it, it has access to a wealth of information it's not all perfect and we have to recognize this. So whatever it is that we are learning, we have to make sure that we are fact checking. Now, ChatGPT also only has information up until September of 2021. So anything after that is definitely not included in the regular uh, ChatGPT. ChatGPT 4 does allow for uh, searching of the internet and inputting in that way. That is something that you can access either as a, a premium subscriber to ChatGPT or uh, there's a way to access that if you download Microsoft Edge and you use Bing, which is actually which actually has ChatGPT four uh, built into it. So it's able to use information from 2021 up until now. So you can use AI and ChatGPT. I'm using that as the most I think well known and well recognized uh, AI tool. There are literally hundreds of AI tools that do so many different things from the very specific and niche to more broad. And I am going to just talk a little bit about some of these today. I definitely do not have the depth of knowledge on all of the tools. However, you can find a list of different tools and resources on AI doing a search on uh, Google or Bing, as it may be. And there are such great charts that show all the different features and functionalities of all these different AI tools. And there are new ones coming out every day. The reason that it's important for you to know that there's all of these uh, tools out there is so that you can uh, start experimenting around with creating your own stack of AI tools that allow you to be more efficient and effective. One of the barriers that we Women face is this desire, or I'm sure it's it's more than just a desire. I'm actually going to correct myself. It's it's this. I don't know if it's a, a feeling that we must do it all, and we must do it all ourselves. Now, part of that is because we do not have access to the type of resources that others do, and so part of that it's being forced upon us to do more than if we had the financing to actually hire people to help us. But in any case, AI can help you be much more productive. And that can be anything from creating an email series to helping you to brainstorm different content ideas to actually uh, developing content. And the content isn't just blog content. You can 
uh, definitely stack together a couple of these different tools and create full-on video scripts, full-on podcasting scripts, asking it to provide you with places where you can go find imagery and videos and things like that. There's even AI tools that will do all of that and also record the actual content from an AI. And you can choose from among a variety of different voices and and accents and things like that, depending upon what your uh, goals are, different languages, all of it. So AI really does have a ton of capabilities. And just imagine the people that learn how to leverage that versus someone who is maybe a little afraid of it. The productivity and the results that someone can get using these tools is, I guess, just mind-blowing, right? And so if you are somebody who procrastinates, uh, stares at a blank piece of paper, a blank Google sheet, and you can't get going, these tools can at the very least help get you going and on the other side of the spectrum can actually do everything for you, obviously with your input. AI is accessible to everyone, right? You don't need to be a Silicon Valley tech entrepreneur or a tech person in order to access and use these tools. They are literally accessible to everyone. Some of these tools are free. Some of these tools cost a little bit of money, but they are out there for everybody and they're evolving every single day. So if you haven't picked up the message yet to educate yourself on AI, all the different tools and the different capabilities, and at least get yourself comfortable, you are definitely going to be left behind. And I do not want that for any women entrepreneurs. I I am putting out right now a call to all women to get to know these AI tools Play around with them as much as you can. Be creative. Use your creativity. Nobody needs to see what you're doing. So you can literally do this stuff in your own experimental lab, as it were, and determine for yourself whether or not you feel comfortable posting certain things, creating certain imagery, whatever it is, at least get to a place where you know where you're comfortable. And then I would say, push that comfort zone, right? Increase that comfort zone so that you can truly use these tools in order to accelerate your business progress. The more that we as women entrepreneurs embrace these technologies, improve efficiency, improve effectiveness, uh, earn more revenue, reduce our expenses, the more profitable our companies will be. And the more profitable that our companies are, the more influence that we can have on certain practices, certain policies, we can have a greater share of the collective voice when we actually have capital and financing in order to back up some of the things that we want to see change. Okay, so I know I'm drawing a line, but you know, a straight line between AI and influence. And that is exactly how I see it. 
There are so many other things that you can do in order to gain authority, in order to be a thought leader, in order to be an expert, in order to get access to finance and to leverage capital so that you can influence change. But I do see AI as providing you with a shortcut in order to get there. AI can help people with hiring, right? You can sort of run different resumes, cover letters, things like that through a tool like ChatGPT and ask it to provide you with a summary. Sometimes the way we as humans react to certain names or even if, you know, someone worked at a previous position before um, and let's say we don't necessarily like a company for one reason or another. There's so many different ways that we can uh, be biased. And and it's not necessarily a bad thing when we use and tap into our own judgment. However, we can also use a tool like ChatGPT to run things through and get at least an unbiased opinion. And we, we, would, we would have to ask it to evaluate it, evaluate a, a resume or a cover letter based on certain criteria that is important to us. Um, and this goes beyond just searching for keywords, right? This is contextual. If we are looking for, you know, that rock star, superstar assistant or marketing manager or something like that, perhaps there's something that we are overlooking because of our bias. We might be able to use ChatGPT to help us make a more informed decision. Ultimately, that can help to foster different diverse and inclusive workplaces if done right. Okay. Also, uh, I was actually just interviewing somebody for an upcoming podcast, and she's amazing. So I can't wait for you to get to know my guest in a future episode. But she was talking about a AI matching tool that she is using as part of her community. Um, so AI can also be used to match people together based on you know different interests or if somebody needs to uh, know something and the other person has that expertise or knowledge, this AI tool can match people together for networking purposes. So imagine you could leverage a tool like this in a community where you want to gain access that you might not have been able to get into in the past. Um, AI can help match you know, people together with you. Um, it can also help you to maybe find different people that are outside of your network that you can ask for uh, expertise and, and guidance. And that's super important because I'm reading a book right now called Who, Not How, which is actually the book that I believe was prior to the book 10X is Better Than 2X, another book that I highly recommend for women entrepreneurs and leaders in order to think much bigger about your goals and aspirations. 
and the whole principle behind 10x is easier than 2x, is that when you have that 10x type of thinking, the different choices that you make and the actions that you take at a 10x level are very, very different than the actions you would take if you're just trying to, you know, double your output or double your productivity or reduce expenses by, you know, half, right? 10x thinking puts you in a completely different frame of mind and allows you to make choices that are going to exponentially improve whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish. The book prior to that is called Who Not How, and the whole principle behind that, and I am not even nearly close to being done with it. Um, I actually just started reading it. But early on, one of the messages is that in order to accomplish what it is that you're looking to accomplish, it's not so much about how you do it. It's about the people or the person, the who, that can help you to get to where it is that you want to go. And knowing who the right who is, is, uh, I believe, what is going to be revealed in the book. Um, And so just think about this. If you are searching for your who, um, AI can ultimately help you to find that maybe a lot easier, maybe a lot quicker, um, and allow you to potentially assess who your right who is. There are so many different platforms that are out there that I did a tiny bit of AI research on that are platforms that connect women entrepreneurs with investors, with mentors, and with support networks. One that I'll mention is Alice. And Alice is an AI-powered platform that connects women entrepreneurs with resources, funding opportunities, and mentorship. It uses machine learning algorithms to match entrepreneurs with the right investors, mentors, and support networks based on their industry, location, and business needs. So I would say check out Alice. That is a platform if you're looking for those things that I've I mentioned funding, mentorship, resources. Uh, she Works is another platform. It's a global community and AI driven platform that empowers women entrepreneurs through events, networking opportunities, and access to investors. It uses AI algorithms to match entrepreneurs with investors and advisors who can provide guidance and support their businesses. So that's She Works. Okay. Hopefully, we'll get She Leads Media on this list when I employ AI in some way or another, which I will be doing in the coming months. So we'll add She Leads Media to that list at the appropriate time. Another uh, resource is called Alpha, E-L-P-H-A. It's an online community and AI-based platform that connects women in tech and entrepreneurship. It provides a space for women entrepreneurs to connect with mentors, find job opportunities, and access resources and support networks specific to their industries. And another one is founder to be which is an AI-powered platform that connects entrepreneurs, including women entrepreneurs, with potential co-founders, team members, and advisors. The platform uses AI algorithms to match individuals based on their skills, expertise, and business goals. 
And the last one that I'm going to mention is Crunchbase. And while it's not exclusively focused on women entrepreneurs, Crunchbase is a comprehensive AI-driven platform that provides information on companies, investors, and funding opportunities. It can be a valuable resource for women entrepreneurs to discover potential investors and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs. Remember, it's up to you to go explore these platforms further and ensure they align with your specific needs and goals as a woman entrepreneur. The reason that I wanted to showcase that particular aspect to you is because I used AI to do that research and pull together that list for me. Now, it's up to me to go and research those communities and explore if they can offer me what it is that I'm looking for, but at least it cut down my time in doing that online research. Those results were provided to me in less than a minute. That is really what I wanted to talk about with regard to AI. I hope that everybody knows that you can also use AI to do things like write emails. You can write a recommendation letter. You can uh, write a testimonial for a particular company that you really love doing business with. You can develop your email series to entice people to purchase your product or your service. There are a multitude of things that you can do with ChatGPT and other AI tools that can really help you in your sales efforts, in your customer service efforts, in your marketing efforts in your business. So that concludes the Summer Series second episode of Sugar Coated. And I thank you so much for tuning in. I invite you to share your thoughts, your questions, or your success stories with me that are related to implementing AI in your business. I would love for you to listen in to our next couple of summer series episodes that will go to the end of this month, August 2023, and to continue listening to the different interview episodes that we also have coming up. If you are not already subscribed to Sugar Coated, it would help us out so much. Not only me, but also all of the different people who appear on Sugar Coated. When you help to spread the word about this podcast, you are helping other women entrepreneurs by just helping them to get the visibility that I believe that all women entrepreneurs deserve. So please subscribe to Sugar Coated. And if you could, it would also help us out greatly if you just go on over to Apple, iTunes, and give us a five-star rating and review. The more ratings and reviews that we get, the more that our show shows up in some of those searches. And that is incredibly important to us. Also, if you are not subscribed to the She Leads Media newsletter, please go to sheleadsmedia.com and sign up for our newsletter. Finally, I'd like to mention that Sugar Coated is a production of She Leads Media and is hosted on the She Leads Podcast Network. Sugar Coated is just one of several shows that are on the She Leads podcast network. There are several other shows that are hosted by other incredible women hosts that talk about business and health and wellness. 
And we would greatly appreciate if you also give some love to those other shows, listen in, give them ratings and reviews. And if you are looking to start a podcast for yourself, please contact me and I can help you to start the podcast that you have been dreaming about, but maybe procrastinating about as well. So thank you so much for listening in and I will see you on the next episode of Sugar Coated. Bye. This is the She Leads Podcast Network.